yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. I hope everybody enjoyed the holiday. On MLK Day, we do not work at All Things Basketball Podcast in memory of the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King and all of the things that he did for people of color. Of course, you know, we can go on and on about the things that he did and the things that we still see in effect of his work. But, you know, we just like to give a great, great big shout-out on MLK Day. I hope everybody enjoyed the holiday. And so now we're going to get back into episode 89, which we like again, like Coach Luke said, we were supposed to do it yesterday, but we do not work on MLK Day here at All Things Basketball Podcast. We shut it down. And so now we're into episode 89, people. Episode 89, and the name of episode 89 is Houston Confusion. The name of episode 89, people, Houston Confusion. But before we get into the episode, you know how we like to do it here at All Things Basketball Podcast. We like to ease on into the topic, and so we'll continue to do that here at All Things Basketball Podcast. But right now, we're going to start with episode 89, Houston Confusion. And before we get into that episode, guess what? We got to tap in, people, like we always do. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Let's get into episode 89, people. Coming out of that New York Knicks building. Well, you know there's been a lot of rumors about the Knicks and the Detroit Pistons making a real mega trade bringing Andre Drummond into a New York Knicks uniform and um, trading a few pieces, Julius Randle, Frank Nacolini, and um, Alfred Payton, plus draft picks for Andre Drummond, all right? And so I really think that the Knicks should have made that move. Right now, the Knicks are acting as if they're in a playoff position and they can be very, very tongue-in-cheek as far as gambling is concerned. Well, what a lot of people don't understand is that, okay, the Garden is sold out for years and years and years. But that doesn't mean that the fan base is very, very unsettled. And the fan base is very impatient right now. This is a team that has won two championships in the NBA era, people. A lot of people don't know it. A lot of young people have don't understand it. I mean, because they have, they weren't born when this team won the championship, but this is one of not many teams that have won two championships. And so the the major fan base of the New York Knicks is really, really, really getting unsettled and really want to see a winner. I mean, heck, it's been, what, 27 years since the winner's been in the New York area. 27 years, man. And so right now, you know, the fan base, whether the garden is sold out or not, you got to remember that the fan base is very, very itchy for a winner. And so I think the Knicks should gamble. But again, the front office seems to be acting as if they're in a great, great position. I don't believe so. I really don't. You know, you have Scott Perry and Steve Mills 
And of course, Steve Mills, L.I., you got to pull. But right now, I can't pull for them because the moves are far and in between, and they're not gambling as if they're a losing organization right now. They're really not gambling, especially on the heels of not doing much in free agency this past summer. You should be gambling left and right to make it, uh, have a much better roster than what's being put on the floor at the Garden right now. And so I tell you right now, reneging on that Andre Drummond deal, I don't think that was a good move on the Knicks' part. But, hey, I'm not in the front office. I'm not the general manager. And I'm definitely not the senior vice president or things would be happening, people. And so that's coming out of that New York Knicks building. They renege on the Andre Drummond deal. They were up there on the table with a few teams, but the Knicks have pulled out. And so now it's up to other teams that want his services to make a move with the Detroit Pistons. All right. Coming out of that Denver building, people. Coming out of that Denver building, you got the Denver Nuggets a little bit worried right now. The Denver Nuggets are an excellent team. They've got a little bit of everything, and they're a very deep team. I think what a lot of people don't understand about the Denver Nuggets is that they're still young. They're still very young. It's going to be peaks and valleys, ups and downs. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to take a few knocks and bruises along the way. But if you stick with this team and you have a nucleus of young, excellent talent in that Denver building, you'll see the results. But I think, again, here we go with the fans. The fans are a little unsettled in Denver. They want to see better basketball play out the team. But the team is very young. The team is very young, and probably by the playoffs, they'll get it together. But you got to be patient with a very young team. You don't have many veterans. You got Paul Millsap there, but you don't have many veterans. You got Will Barton. Not many veterans are in the Denver building. And so you really need a mix, a core of veterans as well as a core of young players to really move forward in the NBA and make some real serious noise. But coming out of that Denver building, a lot of people are really getting unsettled. Basically, again, impatient fans. And, of course, when you pay your money to sit in those stands, you you have the right to be very impatient when you see sporadic play. But I think Denver is uh, just a very good young team, and they're going to have peaks and valleys. But, again, I'm not one of the fans of the Denver Nuggets. And so what winds up happening is you get impatient and you start hearing the boo birds in that Denver building. But coming out of Denver, that's what's going on with the Denver Nuggets. I just think that they're a very, very young team, people, and they'll get it together. They'll get it together. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Minnesota Timberwolves, man. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they got my main man, Andrew Wiggins, back in the building, and he's playing phenomenal, all right? He just got back in the building. He's playing phenomenal. They really haven't had him and my man, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, in the uniform together this whole season. And so now, 
Carl Anthony Towns has just returned last night. And now you have both your two pieces, excellent young superstars in the building. And you'll start to see a turnaround with those Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, will they make the playoffs? I'm not too sure. I think they're about three or four players away from really contending for a playoff position. But I tell you what, it's going to get much, much more exciting now that Carl Anthony Towns is back on the floor. And of course, Andrew Wiggins is also back on the floor. And so now you're going to see a lot of ball playing out of that Minnesota Timberwolves building. They are a good team, but I don't know. Like Coach Luke said just now, I don't know if they have enough to contend for any one of those eight spots in the playoffs this year. They are still very young also. They got my man Jared Carver over there, young, pure shooter. So you got some young pieces in that Minnesota building, but guess what? It's going to take, again, a few more veterans in there, a few more veterans. George Teague is there, but you need a few more veterans in the building for the Minnesota Timberwolves to make a mark. But they're very young, and again, like I said, peaks and valleys with young teams, just like with Denver. Denver has a little bit more upswing because they have a little bit more talent in their building. But the Minnesota Timberwolves are still building. They were work in progress. And again, like I just said, with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins back on the floor, man, you're going to see some exciting basketball in Minnesota. I don't know if it's going to be enough, though. I really don't know if it's going to be enough. Tap in, people. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Title of the show, people, Houston Confusion. Well, the Houston Rockets are on a four-game losing streak. And, of course, after they got Russell Westbrook in the summer, everybody in the Houston building was talking about championship, championship, championship. All right? Including the great Daryl Morey, who's an excellent GM. I just think he leans on analytics way too much. He leans on analytics way too much. He swears up and down by analytics as opposed to talent. And I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with analytics, but you really have to make sure it evens out with that talent. That's my opinion. But coming out of that Houston building, there's some unsettledness out there, man. I mean, there's a little bit of bickering, a little bit of finger pointing. And, you know, right now there's a lot of confusion. Mike D'Antoni's job, people, is on the line right now. All right, now, if he gets past the All-Star break, then he's safe, at least for the rest of the season. But if he doesn't get anywhere near the All-Star break, he might get fired. They're not playing well, and right now there's a lot of backbiting and finger-pointing in that Houston locker room. And that's why the name of this show is Houston Confusion. Because the team is way too talented and way too deep to be having this type of situation go on in the building. They're just way too talented. 
They have too much talent in the building. I think they have to really focus on positions. All right. They need, uh, you know, PJ Tucker's an excellent power forward. I believe he shoots too many threes. I think he should grab more rebounds. My opinion as a coach, just watching from afar. Okay. And so you, you got guys, everybody wants to score. I also believe they shoot way too many three-pointers. Way too many three-pointers. Now, that's right up Mike D'Antoni's alley. He feels if you could outscore a team as opposed to play defense, then so be it. There hasn't been a team that has won a championship with that method. You have to be able to play on both ends of the floor. But again, this is what Mike D'Antoni uh, swears by. Outscore everybody. And so, you know, by him having this type of uh, um, system and play, he might lose his job. Mike D'Antoni might lose his job before the All-Star break, people, because the Houston Rockets are not playing well at all. They just lost to the uh, OKC Thunder, and Chris Paul lit them up, baby. Chris Paul got revenge last night. And so what's going on with the Houston Rockets, I'll tell you, I can't even put a finger on it because it's too much talent in the building, people. Way too much talent for a team like this to struggle like this. They're not just losing to the top echelon teams. They're losing to the teams below 500. And so that is where the problem lies. When you start losing the teams that are, are on the cuffs of 500 and under 500, there's a real big problem in that building, man. And so coming out of that Houston building, again, a lot of backbiting, a lot of finger pointing, all right? And then I will be honest with you, when you have a leader like the beard, James Harding, all right, we're going to have to start looking a little bit closer at James Harding because when things are not going well, James Harding has a tendency to start pointing fingers, man. All right, now we got his, uh, you know, Houston granted him his wish. Got his best friend since the age of 12 years old in the building. And right now, it don't even look like Russell Westbrook and James Harden is getting along. And so I tell you, if James Harden's your leader, which he is, he's got to be a better galvanizer of the talent. He's got to be a guy that will galvanize the troops, believe in the troops, and say, let's go, guys, instead of adding to the finger-pointing. And maybe if he sees the finger-pointing, stop the finger-pointing and tell him, hey, we're not going to have that around here. But from what I see, James Harding adds to the confusion because he also does a lot of finger-pointing and a lot of complaining, and he really complains with the refs. I'm surprised he doesn't have more technicals. And so not to just focus on James Harding because it's everybody in the building. And so that's what's going on in that Houston building. Houston confusion. They are not playing well, people. Well, we got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile coming out of that Arkansas area. Fayetteville High School. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Sasha Goforth. Sasha Goforth. Six point six foot point guard out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Phenomenal player, man. 
and she's going to stay in Arkansas. She's going to stay home with the Arkansas Razorbacks. How about that? She's already committed. Phenomenal ball player. Sasha Goforth. Wonderful player. Can shoot lights out. She's rangeless, her head coach says in high school. She's rangeless. From half court in, Sasha Goforth can really nail that jumper, man. And her AAU outfit is Adidas Conflict. Her AAU outfit, people, Adidas Conflict. And so Sasha Goforth is our AAU profile for this uh, Tuesday's show. Again, we didn't do the show on Monday, so it's this Tuesday's show. Sasha Goforth, our AAU profile. All right, once again, tap in, people. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, Kyrie Irving returned for two games, and now he's out once again. Again, like I said, at that Brooklyn building, I really think Kyrie should have took the shoulder surgery when he had the chance. But, you know, who knows? It could have been the front office. It could have been Kyrie's team. I don't know who made or who suggested that Kyrie return to the game of basketball so soon. But he's returned. And so he was out with a with a uh, bruised hamstring. And, of course, the Brooklyn Nets lost to the 76ers. 76ers is a real powerful team, man. I'm going to tell you that right now. They might hoist the trophy, like Coach Luke said at the roundtable. And so the 76ers really hammered the Brooklyn Nets. But Kyrie Irving, we're kind of getting off. Kyrie Irving sat out uh, of the game with a bruised hamstring. And, of course, he's always had that soldier, shoulder injury, excuse me, all season long. And so right now, Kyrie Irving is a little uh, uh, banged up, but he's a trooper. He's a serious trooper and a serious player, and he'll be back in the next couple of days. He'll be back in the next couple of games. You know, Kyrie has always had little nicks and knack bruises and injuries throughout his eight years in the NBA, but he's always come back strong, and I think he'll come back strong once again. But he sat out last night's game on MLK Day against the Philadelphia 76ers. And so, you know, I don't know how long he'll be out because he just got back. I don't know how long he'll be out. He just got back, people. And so he's sitting out already. And, of course, they really needed him yesterday on MLK Day because I tell you, the 76ers really walked into Brooklyn and hammered down, laid the hammer down, on those Brooklyn Nets, I tell you. Well, people, we've reached that point in the show that we always reach. If you want to be a sponsor of the All Things Basketball Podcast or you want to ask to your company to be on the All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, or you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, those are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. Well, Utah, man, Utah is balling. 
You have to watch Utah. They might hoist the trophy. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, Coach Luke, do you really believe that? Look at it. The proof's in the pudding. No one's talking about them. They're slipping very far under the radar, but they are continuing to win game after game after game. The Utah Jazz are serious, and you really got to watch them moving forward. They're in the second spot, three games behind uh, the L.A. Lakers. So you have to watch them, all right? They're either going to end up from one to three, I believe. And so they will hoist host a, a first-round playoff series. So any team that hosts a first-round playoff series, you have to watch them. They're going to be in the thick of things. And I believe the Houston Rockets are very deep. They're very deep. They're very strong. And you really have to pay attention to them at the end of the day because guess what? Mike Conley will be back and he will be performing at a high, high level. Nothing's happened to Mike Conley other than injuries, people. And so they're holding down the fort without Mike Conley right now. They're really holding down the fort without him. So when he comes back, and he will be back, you're going to have to watch those um, those Utah Jazz. I'm sorry. Utah Jazz is a real serious team, people. And I've been saying this from the beginning of the summer. And so I'm not trying to toot my own horn here at All Things Basketball Podcast, but you can kind of see everything in the tea leaves, all right? Donovan Mitchell is an all-star. If he's not an all-star this year, I won't watch the all-star game. How about that? If Donovan Mitchell does not make the all-star team, I will not watch the all-star game and protest because he's one of the top players in the game right now. I'll tell you that. Well, once again, people, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Victor Oladipo out of that Indiana building, people. Well, they're saying um, right after the All-Star break. Now, Victor Oladipo's been out for more than a year and a half. And a lot of people say, man, you know, a lot of people come back from an ACL after a year. Everybody's not Paul George. It depends on the individual. It depends on the makeup, the bone structure of every individual. You just don't know. And so it's taken quite a bit longer for Victor Oladipo to get back on the basketball court. But I tell you what, he's shooting around, he's light running, and so they're looking at uh, after an all-star break return for Victor Oladipo, and I sure can't wait. Victor Oladipo is one of the top players in the game, people, and I can't wait for him to get back in the Indiana Pacers uniform. I tell you that. He's an excellent player, an excellent leader. I think that's what Indiana is missing. I really believe he's what Indiana is missing right now. Victor Oladipo is a consummate pro. He's very quiet, but I tell you what, he's a great, great leader for that Indiana team. 
excellent leader. And so what you're going to have when he comes back, you're going to have a whole lot of talent in that building. Malcolm Brodick's, all right, Victor Oladipo, all right, Sabonis. You got, you got a lot of talent there, all right? You got a lot of talent. And so you're going to have to watch the uh, Indiana Pacers once he comes back. Right now, they're holding down the fort. They're playing pretty good. They are playing pretty good. But you need your superstar. You really need your superstar to make a serious, serious dent, people. Well, it's been a ball, people. It's been an excellent show. Episode 89, Houston Confusion. And I'll see you guys 7 o'clock tomorrow, which is the Wednesday show. We didn't do anything on MLK. I already explained that. But I'll see you guys tomorrow for the Wednesday show. All right? I'd like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes, everybody that hit me up on Instagram, as well as everybody that hits me up on Facebook with the messages. I definitely like to give my staff, the All Things Basketball Podcast staff, hey, look, I got the best staff in the media business, baby. I don't know how many times I got to say it. And, um, hey, I'll see you guys tomorrow night, 7 o'clock sharp. Good night. God bless.